It's the RU Review, episode number three, sponsored by LG Insurance. I'm Steve Titchener. We have a full backfield today. I'm joined by Matt Lachlan and John McAlevey. And well, guys, RU football, it was a nice story for about five quarters, right? Um, Noah Vedral had a nice TD pass to Bo Melton to start the game. And then they had a few good defensive uh, series as well. Uh, nice uh, first quarter. And then it was uh, downhill from there. And let's start with, with Vedral. Uh, Matt, I'll, I'll put it to you. I mean, he's elusive, but not a burner. You know, an accurate passer, but he doesn't have a big arm. I mean, what do they have there with him? Exactly what you described. Uh, that's a perfect description for him. So we'll see what happens moving forward. Will they eventually bring Sidkowski in, who's got the big arm? Because if you don't have to defend the long ball, you've shortened the defensive assignments quite a bit. That being said, he's good enough to win. We saw that last week against Michigan State, but a lot of things went right in that Michigan State game. They didn't go right against Indiana. Indiana is not a bad team at all. And so Rutgers is probably, you know, about what we thought they might be, a team that's a lot better, but a team that still lacks a lot of talent. And on most Sundays, or excuse me, Saturdays in the Big Ten, they are going to be the underdog and overmatched. Well, as Vedral struggled, so did Sean Gleason in the game for the most part. And let, let's look, Indiana's good. They got an experienced defense, some 9 10 starters that came back. So that's very clear. But I mean, I'll challenge you here, Matt, because I did mention that, you know, Sean Gleason really has to work with what he has. And what I meant is, you know, if we go back to the Drew Merringer days where he was jamming a, a square peg into a round hole, and then, and then the McNulty days where he insisted on a pro offense where you're doing 30 yard down and outs. I mean, these Rutgers offenses just haven't been in sync with the players that are on the field. So, you know, Gleason's got to work with what he has. And and, and that's where and, and you look at the competition is just going to keep getting better. Hello, we got Ohio State coming. So um, so Rutgers um, uh, has quite a bit of challenges. And for that offense, they've got to figure something out because for three quarters, it looked just as bad as it did really um, last year. Although, again, Indiana is an experienced defensive unit, and they did a good what, job. What, what, what would you have done differently? What would you expected differently from Rutgers, given the fact that it's ba- quarterback's different, but it's basically the same team as last year offensively? So where's the burners? Like, Karon Adams had a great game. Yes, he did. But, but he's not that fast. Mm-hmm. So wh- where, are the, where are the game breakers for Rutgers that you want them to exploit somebody's defense? Well, Bo Melton. Like it's one thing to say they got to do things, but right. what? Well, it looks like it was just very contained. Everything is short passes. I mean, if you look at Vedral's numbers, you know, he did complete 21 passes, 130 yards. He did have three interceptions. He's trying to, a lot of stuff right in the middle of the field, short and in the middle of the field. And he didn't make a, there's a couple of decisions that he didn't make. I, you he know, can't throw the long ball. Well, then we yeah. go back to, was, is Art, Art Sikowski maybe a better, um, option uh, it's just a question uh, you know so we're but, bailing on the quarterback that led you to a, a milestone victory against Michigan State true. ending a long losing streak he true. has one subpar relatively subpar game against a, a, a better opponent and we're bailing on him well no we're not bailing on him it's just it's four interceptions in in in, in uh, two games and it's just there's a question mark on um uh, on how they can move the ball moving forward against these tougher defenses that are they're about to face. 
it's just a question. Uh, look, you know, as I said, elusive runner. Uh, it's certainly accurate. The, the first uh, touchdown pass to Bo Melton was was beautiful. So uh, if he's throwing that 30-yard pass, maybe 40 yards, anything beyond that, probably can't stretch the field. Maybe that's not what Rutgers offense is going to be able to do at this time. Um, but it, it just the point is he did struggle considerably uh, after the first quarter throughout the whole yeah. game. Um, that's, yeah. that's just the way it went. Well, I think there's a reason why he's in the transfer portal and you have him in the first place. I mean, he wasn't going to be um, the uh, the end-all, be-all where he was. And he, he had a great game against Michigan State. Mm-hmm. I mean, that nobody expected that. I don't even think if you were to ask him, he would have expected that. Uh, game two, coming home with a lot, uh, a lot of uh, enthusiasm. Started out, as you said, great. Um, looked like we're really on to something here. And then um, it was almost like the clock struck midnight and we're – we're back into the pumpkin again. Um, and, you know, mentioning about Sitkowski, I would be shocked if at some point this year he doesn't get on the field at, at some point. I mean, they're, they're coming up against it now where they're going to really step up in, in competition. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like even at some NFL teams, they bring guys in and they, they put them out there and see what you have. So I would think that you're going to see him a little bit um, this week coming up. I, I don't know what to expect. I don't know. Um, looking at moral victories, I think this week. So, um, but, but last week, you know, come back to earth a little bit and then um, look down the season a little bit further to, to see if we can make some more progress uh, as we get past the Ohio States of the world, because that that's, that's not going to even be, um, I don't even think that'll be competitive from the opening (laughs) kickoff. But come back to earth. The truth is there, they are a better team. Yeah. And there's no question. Rutgers fans have to accept that this is a humongous rebuilding process. Absolutely. I mean, I've said this for three years on the show. Rutgers fans, listen, I love the passion. You have no idea how far behind you are. Mm -hmm. And they've tried like hell to get up to par on the facilities, and they're doing a great job. They've caught up on the coaching side. They're finally paying legitimate salaries to – Big Ten coaches, they finally got a head coach that they believe in, but they are still far behind. So any kind of success, winning that game was a success against Michigan State, obviously. Shiano said it in his post-game news conference on Saturday after the loss to Indiana. Like, we're about wins and losses, but hey, <laughs> we're just not going to quit. And that's, that's all he's going to give you this year. You know, they're not going to lose by 50 points to Ohio State. That's not going to happen, barring some off-the-charts crazy scenario. It's not going to happen. He is a better coach. His schemes are better. The players believe in him. It's an unbelievable test. But they're not going to go in and have six yards and lose 73-6. to six. That's not going to happen. And those are the victories, quote-unquote, that Rutgers is going to have, and they can beat a Maryland. No, no that, sixty-three to six. No, weekend. it's not going to happen. No, you don't not, think Johnny, so. No, he's a better coach than that. No, he's I a agree. better coach. He is not going to get out schemed. He may get out talented, but he's not going to get out schemed. And he'll figure out a way to keep this game reasonable, whatever mm-hmm. that definition is. But this game's not going to be over at halftime. I, I don't think, unless they turn the ball over. 
you know, unless the opening kickoff, they drop it at the six yard line and Ohio State goes in and then it's a three and out, which kind of reared its ugly head in that second and third quarter against Indiana. There were a lot of those three and outs. But if they they keep doing that, well, it might be over in the first half. But I just don't think it's going to happen. I just don't see that. I don't think I don't see a win either. Uh, By the way, this 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 past week. I mean, listen, I mean, I'm not bailing on Vedral. Matt, I'm just saying that the second half offense for Rutgers reminded us of what we've seen over the last few years where they really couldn't do anything. As as John, as you alluded to, I mean, Indiana has something to do with that. They are uh, they are a, a very good team and an experienced team, and they should be. They've got a tons of experience, a lot of seniors, and, and this this is their year, and they're looking very good, although they were very fortunate to, to beat uh, at Penn State. Uh, they certainly got some help there, but uh, listen, they're uh, they're they're legit for sure. And let's talk about Michael Penix Jr. because in the second half, man, he was throwing dimes. I mean, he was throwing right in the middle of the bullets, right in the middle of the field, right at his receivers. And I would say that Rutgers defense actually had some decent coverage. He was just throwing beautiful passes, and and so any chance for Rutgers to come back just wasn't going to happen because they did show a little bit there, and then and then they had that uh, onside kick where where Shiano ended up calling on a timeout and they would have actually gotten that um, uh, recovery there. So that was a bad break uh, right when they had scored and they were, they cut it, uh, I believe at that point uh, they cut it to eight. Uh, But, you know, listen, um, you know, Indiana again, responded, Penix Jr. uh, responded. I mean, they did a pretty good job against Stevie Scott, who's a very good, he just scorched them last year and they held them to 81 yards. So the defense wasn't terrible. It's just that, listen, they, 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 they went up against a very, a, a very good team. That offense is good. They're a pretty good balanced team, Indiana. That's that's the bottom line there. And I love. Did you see the play at the end? It got a lot of um, uh, it made a lot of it made Sports Center, and of course, because they they did the lateral thing. Uh, you know, five or six laterals, and, and then yeah. Bo Melton ended up, and it ended up being where uh, Sh- Shameen Jones was uh, actually uh, it was a legal forward pass, but it was so close. I mean, a matter of inches, and what a what a fantastic play that was. And I love the fight. That's where that's Greg Shiano right there, guys. That fight is there. So I agree. They are a much better team, Matt. There's no question about it. It was just uh, unfortunate that the that the offense couldn't be a little more effective because then it became bad turnovers, three and outs, the defense running back on the field, and kind of the second half was not out of out of control, but they just never had a chance. And um, you know, listen, look, we were we we're you know, Rutgers fans were fired up. After the uh, Michigan State win. Oh, oh, by the way, look what Michigan State did. Went to Michigan and beat them. So, but Michigan's yeah, got some questions, too. A, I mean, they, they sets up a big Michigan-Indiana game this weekend. It's, that, that should be, uh, who saw that, you know, in yeah. week three? Who would have figured that that would be um, a big, big 10 matchup? But it, but it is right now. And so, hey, um, Northwestern 2-0, and Indiana 2-0. and Yeah. yeah. And oh, a Penn State zero oh, and two, and there that's a, Penn State's a good team. I mean, they weren't going to win any, you know, they were maybe not even a top ten team, but Penn State's still a very good team. They'll probably win most, or they will win most of the rest of their games. It's just had you know bad breaks for those guys, and then you know you get Ohio State, which is, which, they're just too good. And so what we'll do is we'll we'll take a break and and we'll we'll look at the matchup um, uh, this Saturday in Columbus right after a word from LG Insurance. At LG Insurance Agency, our exceptional staff of agents shop seven insurance carriers to help you get the best pricing and value for your home, car, and business insurance. 
LG Insurance Agency is the destination for all of your insurance needs. LGinsuranceagency.com or search LG Insurance Agency. And we're back on the RU Review. This is episode number three. We have a website, moresportsnow.com, so check that out. Uh, look, guys, Ohio State is such a good team. You saw that Penn State didn't even have a chance at State. Uh, and again, I, I don't think the um, the home field is as much now with no fans, but even at State College, I mean, you know, look, Penn State never really had a chance in that game. Justin Fields is just too good. And l- look at the number. I mean, 37 point underdogs Rutgers is. Now, I, now think about that. Do you think if Michigan State was playing them this week, they'd be that big? And they, they, Rutgers just beat Michigan State. But I, that's the point. I'm just saying that they're really, they tend to pile on here the, the, on, on these point spreads. But what, minus 37, Matt, you just said that, that, that Chiano is going to figure out a way to at least make this somewhat competitive. Um, they did to a certain degree last year, they at least scored a couple touchdowns, but they couldn't stop Ohio State at all at SHI Stadium last year. Uh, but 37, that's a that's a gaudy number, isn't it, Matt? It is. There's no question about that. It's not as high as it was last year. So <laughs> obviously the uh, smart guys have realized that, you know, Rutgers is an improved team, but still far and away uh, inferior to Ohio state. So I, I can't give you a game plan for victory. I can give you a game plan for again, staying close, but it all starts. You got to protect the football. You cannot be giving it away. You cannot give Ohio state good field position. Ryan day will run it up in a heartbeat. And I don't care if they were on the same staff together uh, for a little bit, that's not going to matter. Uh, he will, he will run it up if he can. So Rutgers better strap it on, but I think he'll figure out a way um, to, again, what's keeping Rutgers in the game. If they're down by 17 going into the fourth quarter, are they in the game? If they're, if they're down by 21, are they in the game? I'm saying the second half will, it will not be over. It will not be a, Oh boy, I got better things to do. Let me turn this thing off. At least let me watch it because Rutgers has made it a game. It'll be something along that line. Uh, it's, it's an enormous challenge. But think about it. What's the message that Greg Schiano is going to try to send, as he said after last Saturday's loss? I, I'm not giving up on, this, on these kids. These kids are committed. I'm committed to them. It's all about the message he is sending out to his recruits. It's not about this year. Ah, he's coaching. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say he's not coaching for wins this year. Of course he is. It's all about the message he's sending out mm-hmm. to all the recruits out there. We are different. And so I think, I think it's, there's a chance that it will be maybe something like the Penn State game, you know, where they put some points up, they lose, but, and, and Ohio State was clearly the better team, but at least there's some interest. That's, that's what I think will happen. How it happens, I don't know. Keep on chopping, right, Matt? That's what he's going to sell them. <laughs> I Keep think that's chopping. what it'll be. But like I yeah. said, you know, if uh, they drop the opening kickoff and it's uh, you know at the six and it's a quick TD and then it's three and out and it could qu- quite possibly be another quick TD because Ohio State's that way, you know, then the avalanche occurs. So yeah. I've given myself an out from yeah. my sort of optimism. But okay, barring that, <laughs> because I don't think they're going to win, so I'm not overly optimistic. But other than self-destructing, which I don't think this Rutgers team will do, 
uh, it'll be an interesting game. You know, I'll take the flip side. I don't think they have to self-destruct to get annihilated. I think <laughs> I think Justin Fields could could go for six or seven touchdowns all by himself. You know, running and throwing. I think he he's. I, I really didn't get a chance to watch him all that much last year, and I've seen he's phenomenal. I mean, he yeah. does everything. He's got a howitzer of an arm. He's accurate as anything. I wish Daniel Jones was as accurate as he is. He throws the deep ball right on the money. He runs. They've got amazing facts. They've got top five recruits at every single position. And, you know, Shiano will have them ready. I just think they're going to get run over by incredibly better athletes at all 11 positions on the field. And I think for, for you know, 60 minutes, it's just going to wear on them. And whether Day is going to run it up, uh, I don't know whether he'll even have to put his foot on the gas. I just think that the superior athlete and the superior player – will overcome a, uh, a young and, you know, hey, let's get out there and build a uh, chop, chop, chop team that had a great week one, had a so-so week two, and now is really going into the, the, uh, the valley of doom or whatever you want to call it. I think it could get ugly early. All right, well, listen, we know that they're going to be out, man, but let's go back, Matt, to Ryan Day. Um, look, it's his offense. Shiana was there at Ohio State. He, he was the defensive coordinator while Ryan Day was the offensive coordinator. He knows what he wants to do. So I think uh, how much of, a, of that will be a factor? Yes, they will be outmanned, but he's going to have a game plan around what he knows Ryan Day is going to want to do. Now, listen, is Justin Fields going to have his way? Likely he will, but can they slow this down? That's the question. And I think the fact that Shiano knows day very well, it could very well be the case. And, and uh, I, I, I'm not sure. Do, do you think Ryan day would, would run it up if he had the opportunity? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Sim- absolutely. Simple as that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You, you suggested it. So I guess you, you, you think that would be the case. I guess you listen to it because they're probably, Listen, they were on the sideline together for a long time. There's a lot of, you know, and I'd imagine there's a lot of competition, but also, you know, Day knows that he's got, he's out, he's outmanned Rutgers. Look, last year you saw it. It was so clear on the field just by watching them line up. So here now they're in Columbus. Um, Again, I still think, you know, 37 points is awful lot. And, uh, you know, if I was a. Well, again, like what, what did you expect? I mean, let's be honest. What what are you expecting from this Rutgers team? Well, no, five tu- like, over five what? touchdowns. I wasn't expecting that. I'd say something okay. in in the you know the you know the mid mid to low twenties something in that the last few years. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. I mean, what's different about this year's team besides the coach? And a couple of transfers. Well, listen, I mean, obviously, you know, we saw a team that went into Michigan State. I mean, granted, Michigan State was it was still had a lot of questions to answer, but they, they that was an impressive performance by them. They did take a step back against Indiana, but I mean, at least from you know, this is a one and one team that looks much, much better than they had. They did last year and are much, much better coached, as you just said, Matt. But yet they, they put still put the number at 37. It's just uh, it just surprises me a little bit. That is awfully high. Again, I'm not a betting man and I'm certainly not going to bet on my uh, my team. But uh, I uh, I think that um, I think that's a, a little <laughs> a quite a big number. But Hey, listen, it, um, it, it's not about uh, the spread. It's about, you know, what Rutgers can do uh, on the field. And, um, 
you, you know, listen, I, I think that there will be some factor with Shiano knowing Day very well and perhaps being able to put something together um, that, that can um, that can at least slow them down a little bit and, and keep this to so it, it's not um, it doesn't get out of hand. And, and that's, you know, the reality of it is that that's where Rutgers is. It, it, it's, this is a position where they're, they're not going to win this football game and, and it's just not happening. But to keep it like how bad can it get? That's that we're still at that point. And we we are uh, going into week three, even though this team looks much better. We are still very much at, at that point. But I'll just ask you straight out. We, we talked about this number 37. I mean, do you believe that they it, it'll be closer than that? Yeah, I said that. Okay. I said, unless they shoot themselves in the foot, I think it's going to be a game that you'll want to tune in for the second half. Rutgers may run out of gas, but I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they, like I said, if they're down by 21 going into the fourth quarter, have they done win. their, have they done their job when it's, you know, when they're, they're overmatched. Um, so it could be that they lose by 24 points. And you'd look at the score and go, well, they, they were blown out, and it may not be the case. So, yeah, no, I think they can keep it well within the point spread, no doubt. And you know well, what Like I, I said, yeah. you know, um, fumble the opening kickoff. I'm a broken record here. And it, it's a, you know, six-yard uh, two-play drive for the first score for Ohio State, and then the pressure's on Rutgers, and, you know, Vedrill throws a, an out into the flat, and it's picked off, or it's a three and out for Rutgers, and Ohio State's got the ball at its own 42-yard line because they pinned Rutgers back and the three and out killed them. Well, then look out. You know, the route could be on. So I've given myself that out. If Rutgers beats themselves, it will be a big blowout. I just don't think they will. Well, what I love about this show is like, uh, Matt, you know, sports has been your life. You've covered the Mets. You've covered the Nets. Now you're the voice of the devils. John, it's been your life too, starting out of Providence and you've worked at a bunch of places and you're huge sports fans. We've covered a lot uh, across the board in sports on our website, but yet, you know, I'm the alum here and you guys are not homers, which I love. Uh, but I'll ask you this because Johnny, you said, you know, once, once the games get out of hand, you, I stay locked in, you know, because I'm, I'm that into it, but do you guys stay locked in or is, when this is a blowout, are you guys like, ah, I'm out, I can't do this. Of, of the Rutgers games. Yeah. Or of Providence and Seton Hall. <laughs> well, you know what I'm saying, Johnny? Cause you know, it, it went, you know, you were all over it, Michigan state, man, tweeting me and, and rather texting me and eyes. such. It was, it was, it was awesome, but yeah, nothing, well, nothing but crickets on Saturday from you guys uh, on this game. So I, I'm, you know, it, I I'm, had to tell you, I, I'm, I was more happy for you than anything because uh, you have been, you know, up against it for all these years and, and you, you're a season ticket holder yes, yes. and I would refer to it as a glutton for punishment. I can remember <laughs> there were years we got uh, direct TV at our house years ago. My dad, um, uh, is a huge, was a huge Red Sox fan. And so I grew up a Red Sox fan and i tell you that guy would sit in front of the TV when they were down six, nothing in like the fifth inning. And I was out of there. Like this is regular season games. I'm talking like the middle of July. And I just didn't have, he would sit there and watch it. And I'd go down about an hour or so later. And I'd see that the Red Sox were up seven to six and be like, Oh my God, what happened? And he said, <laughs> no, I'm not telling you, you bailed, you left on your team. So yeah, I, I would have a hard time uh, sitting there watching my team get kicked in the teeth every week, but you do it. 
So I was psyched for you. Um, but this week, uh, if I were you, I would uh, find something better to do at seven thirty. I don't know. Go shopping. Or <laughs> yes, it is an e- evening kickoff. Christmas. What's that? It is an evening kickoff. A seven thirty kickoff. Yeah, I would so. start putting up the Christmas decorations. <laughs> no, that early. Wow. Okay. Maybe Matt can come across <laughs> the street and help you out, but he thinks it's going to be close. So listen, <laughs> I could be wrong. I just think it's. How about you, Matt? Because you guys, listen, you, you, we get perspective from you guys. You're, you're not homers, but Matt, do you stay locked in late in games? Oh, it depends on the game, obviously. Like Saturday night, if it's a compelling game, I'll stay with it. I mean, first off, we do this show every week, so I better have something to offer yeah. other than what I read on NJ.com or some other <laughs> blog. I mean, yeah. I mean, come on, you gotta you got to come with some preparation. But I right. think that... I, I think that, you know, yeah, if it's the middle of the fourth quarter and, you know, it's now gotten to that 28, it was 21 going in, and now Ohio State has scored, and it's 28, and it's, you know, 42-14, ah, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know that I need to see that last two series for for the Scarlet Knights. So, no, I won't stay till the final gun if it's, if it's that kind of a game, talk about a yeah. glutton, a glutton for punishment, as, as as John said a number of times. I mean, I I, I stay locked in the whole way. I just want to I want to watch and see. Hey, okay, how's the offense respond now? Even if they're down five six touchdowns, I still yeah, that's, there's I, nothing I, wrong with that. I still I still I stay in there. But this one is going to be a tough one. It's uh it's at in Columbus seven thirty kickoff. I'd imagine it'd be a national game. I don't know if it's just on BTN. I'd imagine. I think it's it, just uh, you know what I think it's yeah. just beat uh, okay big yeah. network. They okay. can't put that on ABC. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. no, no, it no, could no. get a, if a lot of eyeballs are on that. It could uh, it could get uh, ugly for sure. Uh, Is but, it the big yep. one this weekend? Uh, Clemson and Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, I, I, I suppose so. I didn't check the schedule, but Trevor that's Lawrence, a, I guess is not going to play again, but I think that's, uh, yeah, it is that's the big one this week. Yeah. He, he, uh, tested positive and I guess he's going to be out and, you know, look, they struggled against Boston college. So, they uh, did, but that young kid was unbelievable. Then, that and they did, right? Yeah. Right. And then, and then they, and then they yeah. And then they just took the game back basically, but they were down and well, it was surprising enough so that I, tuned in on it to see what was going on. But uh, they, you know, they took, you know, Clemson's just too good. And they're in a division where they're just leagues above everybody. So uh, they'll be. Again, it was the talent that they have that Boston College had a lead. But in the end, one through 11, they have better, much better talent. And the talent won out in the end. And that was, um, you know, how that all went down. But yeah, that, that should be fun. And that's and that's also one of the reasons why Ryan Day will run it up if he if he can. Uh, I know it's crazy, but it's also part of perception, right? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and that that's what they'll do. I mean, he listen. He ran it up against Nebraska. Did you see what happened after Nebraska? No, after yeah. the Nebraska game. You know, he had like young kids in there at the end, and he and he scored a touchdown. What was this? Fifty something to you know, it was, it was seventeen. I mean, they won going away. And after he said, hey, I'm sorry, we had the young guy in there. We just didn't have the personnel to take a knee. Oh, okay. <laughs> and what did Scott, Fra- Scott Frost react to, to it? Knee. I haven't coached one game in my life. Coach, <laughs> here's what you do. Take a knee. And, That's right. And you and line and, guys up and you go down. <laughs> take a knee. Game's over. But he ran in for a score. So, oh, man. Uh, sure. Okay. He, he will run it up. Uh, okay. By the way, I'm checking. You know, Boston uh, and um, – not Notre Dame and Clemson is on NBC. It's okay. a, a, NBC. It's a Notre Damer. And then the uh, 
Let's see what's on ABC is Stanford and Oregon this week. Right. Nice. Got it. So, so right. BTN only for, uh, for, for our, you, uh, Ohio state. And I think that'll be, uh, just as well. So, uh, check it out. This is the, are you review? We have Eric Legrand coming back next week. Uh, we're excited about that. Uh, good to check in with Eric uh, on what's going on with uh, Rutgers football. Check us out on moresportsnow.com. That's our site. We post the uh, show up on the site. We also have the show on Spotify. We have it on iHeartRadio. We have it on SoundCloud. So uh, please listen up, and uh, we'll catch you all next week. I'm Steve Titchener uh, with John McAlevey and Matt Lachlan. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.